This is Eileen Payne, Group Chief Operating Officer at Relate Care, and you are listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Olivia Womack. I serve as Director of Business Development for the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. I've been a guest on this podcast, but this is my first time being in the studio to host. In my role as director of the AEDC business development team, I get the opportunity to work with wonderful executives, just like we'll hear from later in this podcast, from companies from a wide range of industries as they evaluate their next expansion. Some of these companies are based in Arkansas, but in many cases, they're across the country or even outside of the U.S. In March of 2023, Relate Care, based in Waterford, Ireland, announced that it would be establishing a location in Sherwood, Arkansas, to support the back office functions for hospitals and healthcare facilities in the United States. This expansion will create 255 jobs in the central Arkansas area. Relate Care provides patient access and patient engagement solutions to lead healthcare organizations around the world through its technology platforms. The company has seen rapid growth over the last decade and currently employs more than 1,400 people in Ireland and the United States, with 500 of those jobs added in the past year alone. Today, I'm excited to welcome Eileen Payne, Group Chief Operating Officer of Relate Care, as our guest on the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Eileen has lived and worked in Ireland, the UK, and the US, and worked across multiple industries, including healthcare, entertainment and gaming, telecoms, automotive, and hospitality and retail. Her experience is in global operations best practices, service delivery and support, contact center, international leadership, organizational transformation, and change management. She has led large-scale workforces in the USA, Europe, and Asia, and has a background in reinventing traditional operations into fully integrated, multi-channel customer experience strategies. Eileen is an alumnus of Trinity College in Dublin. Um, Eileen, welcome to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. Thank you very much. Eileen, I just read your brief bio, and you have a myriad of experience. And I was just curious, what got you um, into your current role at Relate Care? Well, I have, as as you know, worked in many different industries, hospitality, automotives, uh, and so on, and always in service delivery, contact center type operations. Uh, and I immediately prior to joining Relate Care, I was the vice president of global customer support for a video game and entertainment company with operations all around the world. And I was living in California, and I was there when the COVID pandemic began. So aside from the obvious impacts of lockdown, not being able to travel and see my family and and so on, for the very first time, I really was truly conscious of the importance of healthcare to society. I guess over my lifetime, I've been blessed with really good health. So I've thankfully had fairly minimum dealings with hospital systems wherever I lived. But in the environment of the global pandemic, I had the luxury and privilege of being able to work in my home But there were hundreds and thousands of workers out there all around the world risking their own health and lives to take care of others, especially back in those early days when it it was such a big unknown. And the realisation there over the latter part of 2020 started to have a profound impact on my thinking and what I was doing and what could I contribute. So the opportunity to work for Relate Care arose uh, and it seemed serendipitous. I was able then to put my years of experience in operations, service delivery and people leadership to good use. Um, I could join a rapidly growing company that was supporting those frontline healthcare systems that had come under such pressure throughout the pandemic. 
So I think really it was that feeling that I could get a sense of purpose and, and give something back that made me take that move, which was in April 2021 when I joined the company. Yeah, that's awesome. I think a lot of people during the COVID pandemic really realized the importance of healthcare and supply chain and customer service in healthcare. So I think that's a very important, um, very important point that you mentioned. So uh, could you maybe talk about um, a little bit about what services Relate Care provides? Uh, you know, how do you how do you talk about your work to your family? family and friends. So in terms of the services we provide, really our aim is to help ease the administrative burden on hospital management systems, uh, which is in a variety of ways to enable them to, to better focus on clinical care and patient experience. We provide consultancy support and that will help to optimise back office functions, uh, access centres, we can help design logic workflows, optimise scheduling and so on. And then we also provide partner solutions in administration and contact centre support and in telehealth with nursing support. So we often operate as an extension of a hospital's own team and its appointment centres. So Eileen, we talked about the COVID-19 pandemic and how that kind of changed the, the ecosystem and the face of healthcare. So I was curious, what are some of those major trends that you're seeing in the healthcare industry in the post-pandemic world that are driving change and innovation? Yeah, you're right. I think the pandemic really did accelerate the development of digital health solutions from telehealth to at-home testing. We all got used to consulting with our doctor from our homes just as a start. So there's been a kind of a revolution in, in approach to patient care and and, and creating opportunities for integrated health data eco ecosystems going forward. If we think about the improved access to health data that, that we have these days, that really gives healthcare providers the ability to deliver a level of personalised care, optimise outcomes, strengthen patient relationships and, and ultimately reduce costs. So, you know, the combination of robust data and digital solutions is also going to drive the integration of AI in healthcare, offering much more potential for streamlined operations and research acceleration and so on. And of course, optimization and efficiency are always important and continue to be a lot of the trends we've seen. And in the post-pandemic financial challenges, there's been a lot of workforce challenges uh, right across the industry. So many healthcare organizations now are really focusing on streamlining those operations to include digital solutions that enhance workflows and patient care coordination and delivery. I agree. I think definitely the COVID-19 pandemic accelerated trends that may have taken longer to, to be adopted as far as using technology in the healthcare sector. But it sounds like the COVID-19 pandemic caused people to be forced to use technology in a way that they hadn't before. So maybe increased adoption along the way. Indeed. So one of Relate Care's um, clients is the Cleveland Clinic. So could you maybe talk a little bit about how Relate Care works with the Cleveland Clinic and some of the services that y'all provide to them? Sure. We've been working with the Cleveland Clinic for around 10 years now, and we support them in their scheduling of patients, their appointment center. We 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 really operate as an extension of, of their appointment center in Cleveland itself. Great. So could you maybe talk a little bit about what your favorite part of your work with Relate Care is? Probably the people I come into to contact with. I meet so many people within the company, with our clients, uh, both sides of the Atlantic in Ireland and in the US, people from all walks of life. And 
healthcare and working in healthcare and having to access healthcare, I think is a great leveler. So you meet people kind of on a level setting all of the time. And that's really fascinating and enjoyable to me. That's great. Yeah, definitely being able to focus on the mission of serving patients better, I think, is a very good mission to, to strive towards. So in March of 2023, Relate Care announced, uh, as we mentioned, that it would be establishing a location in Sherwood, Arkansas, to support back office functions for hospitals and healthcare facilities in the United States. And this is a great opportunity for Central Arkansas. So I just would like to know a little bit more about why this expansion made sense for Relate Care and what your experience has been like so far here in Arkansas. So before March 2023, and in fact, in the middle of 2021, we had started to hire people to work remotely in Arkansas after our director of professional services had a chance meeting with a recruitment specialist in Little Rock. And we were really delighted with the colour of the people that we hired, so much so that within a year, we had almost 100 employees there uh, spread across the state, um, but but with a concentration around uh, the Little Rock area. And the demand for our services was ever increasing. So it really made sense for us to establish a physical location there to complement our operations in our offices in Ohio. And that was why we opened the fourth patient coordination centre back in March. So how have things been going so far since you started in March? Really well. Uh, Since that opening day back in March, we've hired another 40 people in the area and we're currently setting up a nurse triage partnership with a hospital in Washington state. Because Arkansas is a compact state, we're hoping to hire over 20 nurses with compact state licenses in Arkansas between now and November. Could you maybe explain a little bit of what the compact state means uh, for those of us that aren't in the in the healthcare industry? Indeed. So every state has its own nursing licensure. So a nurse is a, a nurse is registered to work in in a particular state, usually where they live. But there are a number of states uh, in the U.S that have what they call compact status where they are interchangeable. So if you apply for a compact state license in the state that you live in, it's usable in the other compact states. So it's not every state is compact, uh, but Arkansas thankfully is one of them. And very recently, Washington state became one as well. So that means that uh, people who have an Arkansas compact state license can support nursing in and, and patients in Washington State. Very helpful. Thank you for the, the explanation. So how have you found the workforce in Arkansas and kind of what would you say to other executives who are considering locating a facility or an office here in the state? Really delightful. We've been very fortunate with our hiring from the days when we were hiring remotely to recent months when we've been hiring for in-office working. And I think what I would say to anyone who is thinking about hiring in Arkansas is really to focus on trying to make local community connections because word of mouth really goes a long way when you're new to an area as an employer. Some of our best hires are people who have been recommended to us by existing employees. Some of us at AEDC had the chance to spend some time with you and the Relate Care team when you visited back in March. So what surprised you most about Arkansas? I think probably the weather in my <laughs> visits. In my visits to Arkansas, I have experienced all the extremes, extreme heat, ice storms, tornadoes, um, 
torrential rain. Uh, and I guess I had always assumed prior to, to visiting Arkansas for the first time and, and spending some time there, I'd always just kind of envisaged that it was almost desert-like and that was far from the truth. So I think that the, that was the biggest surprise to me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, definitely in Arkansas, there's a saying that if you don't like the weather, just wait five minutes because it will change that, that quickly. Yes. So I, I don't know how you experienced it. I storm and all the different things that you experienced uh, while you were there. I don't know how long you were there. It sounds like it could have just been oh, a couple it, days. It was over a few trips. No, it was over a few trips. But sure. yeah, like uh, there was gorgeous sunshine and then a tornado the next day on, on one of my trips. So <laughs> that was that was quite a surprise. Sure. Doesn't happen very often, but when it does, it can be can be very interesting. So Eileen, what do you like to do outside of work? I'm pretty low key um, and low energy outside of work, I guess, because I'm uh, with people so much in in my working life. But I, so I don't do anything too strenuous. I like dining experiences. I like going to music concerts and theatre. Do a lot of reading. I still do a lot of gaming. Um, hanging out with my small groups of friends, and I like to travel. Uh, although I do it a lot for work, I like to travel in my my downtime as well. What's kind of an underrated country that you've been to that you would recommend other people go to? Uh, do you know there's a little island in the um, English Channel called Jersey, mm-hmm. which is the original Jersey, not New Jersey in the US. And it is like a mix of England and France. So it's it's actually British. It's, it's you know, it's a, it's a British jurisdiction. Um, it's not part of the United Kingdom, but it's it's part of that jurisdiction. But it has ownership of it has passed between England and France many times over the centuries. So it's almost like you're living in an English-speaking country with all of the advantages that brings if you're a native English speaker who doesn't have any other languages, but you kind of get the French culture and food. Um, so it's, it's, it's somewhere that uh, I like to visit. And uh, not a, certainly my friends in the US, isn't, it's not a place that many people have heard of. So it's always somewhere I recommend. Okay, I'm booking my trip after we get off this podcast. <laughs> so what are some books or podcasts or other resources that have kind of inspired you or helped you along your um, career? Oh, boy, where would I start? Let me see. I think my go-to is always um, Stephen Covey and the the seven habit, habits of, of successful people. Um, he usually, I find something in there to inspire me uh, a lot of the time. My favorite is seek first to understand. You know, people very often quick to jump to judgment or want to get their point across, uh, self, self-promotion and everything that comes with that. But I think there's an awful lot to be said for seeking first to understand the context of a situation before you offer your own opinion or try to uh, impose your own solution. So I think that's, uh, that, that's a pretty key one for me. Um, Something else, if I go back really to my early career, and I think, you know, when I was first starting out as a graduate out of college, um, Ken Blanchard, some of those, you know, basic business books, The One Minute Manager, things like that, you know, really got me started in my management career. Um, and then over the years, you know, you, you pick up lots of different learnings. Um, so it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing to keep learning, keep reading, always be open to, to new things. Yes, I agree. I think. If we can all keep learning and, like you said, seek first to understand and then be understood, I think that would solve a lot of problems that we see in the world today. Indeed. 
Awesome. Well, this has been a great conversation and really appreciate the time that you spent with us and your investment in the state of Arkansas. And I can't wait to see more success for Relate Care and the team here, here in Sherwood. Thank you very much. I've had a wonderful conversation today with Eileen Payne, Group Chief Operating Officer of Relate Care. Eileen, thank you so much for spending time with us today and hope you have a great rest of your day. You've been listening to the Arkansas Inc. podcast. This is Olivia Womack, Director of Business Development at the Arkansas Economic Development Commission. You can subscribe to the Arkansas Inc. podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to other podcasts. For more information about the Arkansas Economic Development Commission and to sign up for our monthly newsletter, visit ArkansasEDC.com. And feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Thanks for listening.